Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I'm not saying that that you have to graduate and never come home, um, even if it's like just traveling for a while. But I think it's just so important to go out and see the world and experience it. Welcome to the Budget Minded Traveler podcast, your source for the everyday inspiration and practical tips that make international travel accessible to everyone. Hey guys, welcome to the new and improved Budget Minded Traveler podcast, which basically means we finally have new cover artwork and a new intro, and I am just a little bit excited about it. <laughs> Today, we continue our series featuring people who have made big travel plans. And these interviews will be two parts. In part one, we get to meet these inspiring travelers and find out what they have planned and what moved them to make these big plans. And then in part two, we get to check back in with them during or after their big trips to see how everything went. So today's guest is Maddie Wolf, a senior in college at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And Maddie and I met via my new favorite social media platform, Snapchat. <laughs> If you have Snapchat, add me by username, Traveling Jackie. I really love interacting on Snapchat. It's so cool to get to know you guys and see your faces. Those of you who follow me there already know this, so come find me there and say hi. Anyway, Maddie reached out to me to let me know that she's planning to graduate and move to Israel this year to accept a teaching position for a year. And I said, I need to get you on my show. Let's share your story. So fast forward to now, I am so glad to have made this connection because Maddie is simply an inspiration and I can't wait for you to hear her words and understand her mindset today on this show. So let's get to it. Welcome to the show, Maddie. How are you today? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I am good. I'm so good. Thank you for asking. Um, yeah. We, uh, un unbeknownst to our listeners here, we've actually been chatting for probably a good 20 minutes already. <laughs> and I'm super excited to talk to you because um, I love your enthusiasm for what you're about to do and where you are in your life. I think it's super exciting. Um, I just mentioned a little bit about what you're doing, but I would love to let you kind of take it away a little bit. Just tell us who you are, where yeah. you come from and, um, kind of where, yeah, where you are right now. Yeah. So I am currently a senior in college at the university of Wisconsin, Madison in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, but I am from the twin cities in Minnesota. Um, and I am studying English literature, um, which leads me to um, my plans for next year in that um, I think I want to go into education for a little while. Um, and through a friend of a friend, all about ne networking, I've learned, mm -hmm. um, I was able to get this teaching position at the um, Tel Aviv International American International School um, in Israel. 
Um, so I'm teaching middle schoolers next year there. Oh, um, first of all, you're so brave for teaching middle <laughs> schoolers, you. but let alone in Israel. <laughs> I know. Um, um, so really excited for that. Yeah, I I can tell. And I'm so excited for you. Let's before we dive into that, though, let's back up a bit. Have you I know you've traveled outside of the US already, right? Yes. Yeah. So where Mm -hmm. have you gone? What kind of travels have you done? Yeah. So my parents um, are so wonderful. And they when my sister and I, I have an older sister, when we are both really young, um, they have been taking us on trips, whether that has been um, in the US or outside of the US. Um, I mostly it's been um, to Europe, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and my they live before I was born. Um, my dad was getting his PhD um, in Russian history. And so he spent they oh spent gosh. the year in Moscow. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah. So but that was before I was born, unfortunately. <laughs> what if you were born in Russia? That'd be kind yes, of crazy. That would be I think about that sometimes. I'm like, oh, if only. But um Dang, you could have had a passport. Right? <laughs> um, but and so they took us to um I've been to Germany with them, Italy with them, um, and then Saint Martin with them. Um, and so that was I think most, oh, and France, my mom used to be a French literature professor. Um, and so we have like tons of friends that live in France and we have family that live there. Um, and so we, I've been there as well. Um, but then, so so those are more like little family trips, I guess. So once I got to, um, to college, I wholeheartedly wanted to take advantage of, um, of the study abroad opportunities. Yes. Um, because there are so many available to everyone. And um, mm-hmm. it, I think the hardest part was honestly choosing which one I wanted to go on. That's um, so great. So you knew, you knew going in yes. that you wanted to study abroad. Yes. Yep. Um, exactly the same as me. I, yeah. I totally knew like before day one, I knew yep. that was going to be my future. I love Definitely. it. Yep. And so um, I spent my first year of college at Mount Holyoke College, like which is a small all-female liberal arts school, um, like a little bit, an hour and a half um, sort of from Boston. Mm-hmm. And so um, because I transferred to Madison, I wasn't sure if I could study abroad during the year. Um, and so I did a summer program. Um, mm-hmm. And the summer programs are a little bit more limited. Um, and I was deciding between two very different places. I was deciding between, um, Copenhagen and Ghana. Okay. Um, Just a little different. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I ended up choosing Ghana. Why? Yeah. I, I, um, I felt like that for what I wanted to get out of the experience, um, meaning, um, I love being outside of my comfort zone in just in any sort of um, sort of meaning with with that phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had never been to Africa. Um, I had been to Europe, um, and I felt like it would just be an experience that coming back home, it would be one that I would learn um, more from. And take away more what I was looking to take away, I guess, from study abroad and experiencing such different cultures. Um, And so I spent the summer there um, and I took two classes at the University of Ghana. And then I helped out at this 
um, this little school. Um, and I was mostly, I think, with elementary school kids. Um, and then we got to travel around Ghana a little bit too. So that was that was an, like an experience that I hands down think of every single day. It's impacted me. Um, I can't even so hugely it, um, it's just so different from what I know, um, in a wonderful way that it, I just think about it like in all aspects of my life still. Gosh, Um, I, I, I totally get that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so then that was the the summer, um, a couple summers ago. And then it turned out that I could study (laughs) abroad during the year. Yes. If I went somewhere in the UK, because because I'm studying English, um, oh. I would get the most credits for my major there to graduate on time. Um, and so I was deciding between um, Galway and Ireland and um, Leeds, which is, um, I think it's the third biggest city in England. Um, and it's about two hours north of London. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like in the, the north of England is... Um, is known as the Lake District because yeah. there are tons of beautiful, beautiful lakes and stuff. So um, it was nestled, nestled up there near Manchester. Um, and so I was there last spring for um, from January to about June. So that was definitely um, a much different experience, not even in a good way or a bad way. But um, I'm really glad and, and grateful that I was able to have those two experiences and have them be so different too, and like pose separate challenges and stuff. So I love that you just said that. I mean, actually, there's so much of what you just said that I'm just like, yay, you know, like I'm like this. It's so great because I can I can completely relate even to the point where it's like, it's hard to express how much it changes you, how much it affects your everyday life after that. Um, right. I love that you <laughs> got to take the, take advantage of the second study abroad. You're right, um, me too. <laughs> because I did that too. And you know what I say is um, the first time that I studied abroad in Costa Rica, I always say, I always said, you know, that it was the best thing I ever did. And yeah. that lasted for about a year because then I studied abroad in Italy and yeah, that became the best thing I ever did again, you know, it, it, and you're absolutely right about it. Studying abroad in Costa Rica and studying abroad in Italy. I mean, they're, they're two completely different places, yeah, um, yeah. you know, kind of like Ghana and England. I mean, <laughs> you know, they, they contrast each other a lot, but it's like one isn't necessarily better than the other. They're so right. incredibly fulfilling, so transformative, so changing and you just you have to adapt to the new place you learn new lessons you learn a new language not in the case of England but you know I mean it's there's so much about it that you get to do all over again and and now I mean I I studied abroad in Brazil too after college and I studying abroad taking advantage of basic the way that I see study abroad and and maybe you see it this way too And I love that you took advantage of this in Ghana specifically because studying abroad is basically someone reaching out their hand and saying, take my hand, let's go do this. You're going to be supported. You're going to have a structure. There's a program in place. We've done this before and we will take care of you. You know, like it's not you going out into the world by yourself like, oh my, I don't even know where I'm sleeping at night. You know, it's totally different. And so it's a, it's a, it's an amazing stepping stone to getting that travel, uh, getting your travel feet under you, 
you know, and, and gaining the confidence to be in these crazy, crazy different situations, but being safe in that. Yeah, that's so true. That's a really good point. And I love that you did it in Ghana. Like that's, I love that that's the one you chose. You chose wisely. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, people, um, whenever I tell people that I, that those are the two places they went to, they usually their next, their next comment is, um, oh, so England was a piece of cake or something like that. Um, and I love talking about it because then I say, actually, um, it was fun and interesting to experience its, the, its own set of challenges mm-hmm. and see how those challenges were different than the ones in Ghana. And totally. I feel like I even went into that, um, that second study abroad experience with um, some preconceived ideas of what my semester would be like, mm-hmm. just from, you know, like how I've thought about England in the past or um, how I've, the, like the media has shown it and just like our conceived notions of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really such like a, a pleasant surprise to see how much I didn't know about it and didn't know about the country. And I got to learn so many wonderful things about it. Um, and how half the time I couldn't understand what anyone was saying still, even though they technically <laughs> spoke English. Such a good like, point. I know. I know. So that was, that was a great one too. That's so you spent about six months in England, right? Yes. Yep. And, and how many months in Ghana? Um, I left beginning of June and I got back, I think it was beginning of August. Okay. So about two months. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And so that was, when was the last time that you did this? Um, when was, so England was, was last spring? Yeah. Yep. Last spring. Okay. And so now you're getting ready to graduate and yes, obviously yeah. all of this living abroad has done something to you. Yes. Yeah. That's a good way of articulating that. I think. Do you think you could articulate it further? Like what yeah, is it? Yeah. What is it that you obviously are different from, um, from a lot of your friends, you know, you, you, you are set apart because you are, you have this call to yeah. the other. Um, yes. and I want to know what you think sets you apart. What is that? What is it that's making you want to do this? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, my two study abroad experiences and also the trips that my parents took my sister and I on when we were growing up, um, I think that it's instilled the overall, um, or overarching, I guess, um, realization and thought of just how much there is out there, Mm -hmm. um, and how we get stuck in little, um, in our little communities and routines. And that isn't bad at all. Um, but it just is something that I realized that maybe I don't gravitate towards as much. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love being outside of my comfort zone. Um, and I'm really just a curious person in general, like, um, about the world and reading and, and everything, Mm -hmm. um, related to that. And, um, and so that has really, and all of these experiences, I think, have really pushed me to to want to know what's what's out there and enjoy it and and live it up. And I um, recently I had um, a few health issues, and um, and I'm completely okay now. But during when those were going on, they that I was just like laying in bed and thinking about how 
sort of like a my life flash before my eyes kind of thing and that Mm -hmm. like I realized how short of a time that I really am alive Mm -hmm. but I'm like really just like a spark you know um and that also made me want to wholeheartedly take advantage of of opportunities that are there you know um and that you've articulated in in other episodes and in other interviews. And, um, and I think that's absolutely wonderful, but I will say that I feel very, um, very strongly about how I'm very aware that it's not going to be easy and that it's not every day isn't going to be, um, wonderful and a cakewalk. (laughs) Um, and I, and I guess, yeah. And I guess in relation to, to study abroad specifically, um, that we are all still humans and we're all still human beings with thoughts and feelings and emotions. And that, um, that just because every day isn't, isn't wonderful and amazing doesn't mean that the experience that you shouldn't be on that experience, I think. So, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know what? That's part of it. It's, we don't go for rainbows and butterflies. Yeah, yeah. We go for personal growth. Mm -hmm. And you know that, you know, just like, like pruning fruit trees so that they'll bear fruit. Yeah. (laughs) It hurts. You know, we have to sacrifice things and and we go through crap a lot overseas. And, but that's when, that's when you grow. Yeah. That's when you grow the most. It's, it's worth it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love, um, yeah, directly related to that, just coming back and knowing what I'm capable of or Mm. not even coming back and realizing that, but just like going through certain situations that you're like, whoa, I just did that. Or like, I just navigated this. Mm -hmm. Um, and you realize what you're capable of and that's absolutely amazing. And ultimately I feel like that's huge just in living life in general. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. You're so right about that. Does anything come to mind specifically that you say Um, yes, actually, um, this one isn't, this is more of a comical one. Um, it's always good to be able to laugh about it later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, in that, so I was flying from, um, from Bologna in Italy to Sevilla in Spain. I was visiting friends. This was when I was, um, abroad in England last spring. Um, and I was flying Ryanair, um, and yes, the cheap, you can find, um, cheap flights, which is wonderful, but I was still sort of new to navigating my baggage. Um, because yes, the, the, the flights are cheap, but, um, oh. but you have to like, you know, if yes. it's like two kilograms overweight, they're like 50 pounds. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, um, 50 pounds, meaning sterling, like, like yeah. money, not, not weight. Yeah. Like give us your money. <laughs> yeah, that's You naive traveler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it hurts. And, um, and so I, um, was getting my boarding pass cause I wasn't able to print it out, <laughs> which and, you had to pay for. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Um, and my bag, my suitcase that I was using it itself was almost the weight that I was allowed, um, to, to bring on the flight as my carry on. And so I think I brought like a small roller. Um, and so I had to empty my entire suitcase into plastic bags. Um, I was carrying like three and rolling my suitcase. Um, and so I put, I like shoved the three plastic bags 
underneath my seat and then put my em- basically empty rolling suitcase up on the overhead um, because – and I think I ended up, like, combining it once I – once we landed or something. But I couldn't – they didn't let me through security and, like, I wasn't able to get my boarding pass and stuff until until I did that. So that was one of those moments that I was, like – I was the girl that everyone was staring at. <laughs> like, aha, that naive traveler kind of thing. Um, but in the end, you know, never made that mistake again. Mm-hmm. So. Totally. You know what? <laughs> and you might make that mistake again, too. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's funny how – Sometimes the most experienced travelers, seriously, are the ones who make the dumbest mistakes. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Definitely. There was one time, this is so funny still to me, it just cracks me up, but I I never check bags because I um I just always carry on, you know? (laughs) So it's so much easier, I I feel like most of the time. Yeah. Well it's yeah, and you don't lose the bag. I've just had too many bad experiences. But that's true. Um I was flying from Spain to Turkey and it was a hosted trip. And so I was like, you know what? I get to fly first class. I'm going to check a bag. It's going to be like luxury, you know? And so I did. I checked the bag. (laughs) So I get to Turkey and I walk out of the airport and I'm like getting into the group van. I can't even (laughs) say this without cracking up. And I totally didn't even have my bag. I just didn't even have it with me because I'm so not used to going to baggage claim that I didn't, I didn't go pick it up. And so I had to go back into the airport and like, I had to have security escort me back into the baggage claim area. It was such a mess, but it was hilarious. And I actually recorded it while it was happening. I made a video because I was laughing about it so hard, but that's that's not like a, that wasn't a dangerous thing or, you know, but it was. Right. Yeah. I know. I bet those security guys are like, okay, what are are you doing? I'm on a hosted trip. I'm like, I swear I'm an experienced traveler. (laughs) You're never going to believe me, but (laughs) this isn't my first day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay. So back to, back to the point here. Yeah, definitely. So tell us about what it is you're doing. Tell us about this thing in Israel and how you found it, why you decided to do it, why Israel, all of that stuff. Yeah. So, um, so my mom is Jewish, but, and my dad is, um, is Catholic or was brought up Catholic. And so because one parent is Jewish, then I was able to go on birthright, um, which is that this trip that, um, if you're Jewish at all, um, you can apply to go on a free, I think it's 12 day trip to Mm -hmm. Israel and they, um, it's completely paid for and they take you around, um, everywhere. Um, and so I was able to do that when I had just finished my freshman year of college, um, in the summer for two weeks. And, um, and that was the first time I had been to Israel. Um, and that was so amazing. It was a place that I had nothing, I didn't know anything about at mm-hmm. all, um, or the Middle East in general, I think I could say. Um, and so it was so, so neat just experiencing, um, a new place that I really didn't know at all. And I didn't even have any preconceived ideas, um, didn't know what to expect. Um, it was a really fascinating, fascinating place, I think, because it was really cool to see just the interaction of um, of religion and 
um, or Judaism, I guess I could use as an example, and cultural Judaism versus religious Judaism. And like, mm-hmm. we'd be in Jerusalem, um, and there'd be these like ancient walls and like the ancient temples um, mm-hmm. to our right and left. And then we would turn a corner and there'd be like a billboard with like Jennifer Aniston's new oh, movie yeah. on it or something, yeah. you know? And yeah. it was, so that was really cool to see. Um, and so I left that trip um, loving loving my experience and having it be a place that I could definitely see myself going back to. Um, and then we have a really, we have really dear family friends. Um, I used to sing. And so my voice teacher, she is Israeli um, and she's married to an American and he used to be the head of my high school. Um, and so they became our good family friends. They became close with my parents. Um, and they, a couple years ago, I think um, he um, got a job as head of the American International School of Tel Aviv, um, and her family is still there, so they moved back there. Um, and they were always, and it always was like sort of a, sort of a joke, or not a joke, but I it didn't become something serious because um, he would say to me like, oh, there's this position that you should apply to, or like, oh, there's this position at the school that we could look into getting you, mm-hmm. or like things like that. And it was always like, oh yeah, haha, like that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it wasn't until um, I was staying abroad in England and I found a cheap flight from um, from London to Tel Aviv. And so I took the train down to London and then um, and then flew to Tel Aviv and I stayed with them. I think I was there for about five days. Um, and so they took me and so they live in Tel Aviv. And so we stayed in Tel Aviv um, as opposed to traveling all around Israel like I did on on the birthright trip. Um And so when I was there, he took me to the school and I had like a few informal interviews. Um, And when I left, they, he basically said that um, the people who I interviewed with, I think like it was the middle school and upper school um, directors, they thought I would be great for the position. And they said that um, to tell them by December if I wanted to, if I wanted to do it. Oh my gosh. Really? I know. That sounds way too easy. I know. That's incredible. It was one of those experiences that, um, it sort of fell into my lap, which was so wonderful. And I like, am so grateful to know the people that I do and, um, to make these connections. Um, and so that's something that I, that I will say is that like really try to, um, try to network and talk to the people that you know, even if it's not, um, even if it's not abroad, like my best friend and roommate, she, um, just from a friend of her mom, um, she got her job for after she graduates, like things like that. That's, mm-hmm. um, that's really helpful. I think I'm going to add on to that though. It's not just look like you, you, it, yeah. you say that it fell into your lap, but you worked for that. You put yourself out there I mean, you said yes to studying abroad in England and then you said yes to finding this cool flight to Israel where you then stayed with a local instead of, you know, going to the hostel. You you put it together. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's so good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's true. I think I did do have um, do steps that Mm -hmm. that ensured that I would make this happen because it was something that I did um, that I did decide that I really wanted to do and I really wanted to pursue and try to have it, have it work out. Um, and so 
I ended up um, telling them that I would take the position in around, like, I think it was October, November. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I'll be doing. And I'll be working with middle school kids. Um, and the school, because it's the American International School of Tel Aviv, um, the school, the instruction is in English. Um, and so I'll, I won't be teaching them English in the sense of how to speak English, but more of um, – like literature and writing and and everything which I I'm a huge nerd about that so I'm really awesome. excited for that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so great. It's perfect that you're studying English lit. <laughs> yeah, that definitely ties into my ties into my major and my interests. I know, you get a job like right out of college too, which yeah. I I also I mean well, let's not get into the education in the United States and that whole issue, but like how awesome yeah. is that that you get to take your 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 actual major and go overseas and use it and it's English lit. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, cuz I'm so used to getting the um the expression of or after being asked what I'm studying and I say English literature and then there's the expression of like, "Oh, what are you going to do with that?" Dude, like, you and me both. <laughs> you and me both. I studied Spanish and Italian. Yeah, yeah. And people look at me like I'm the craziest person ever. And you know what? <laughs> Where am I right now? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I am living in Argentina. Last night, I actually attended a work meeting at a bar, which is awesome because it was St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. I saw that on your Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was sitting there. I mean, we had this meeting in Spanish over beer in Patagonia. And this is my job. Oh, my gosh. So in your face to all those people who ever asked me that, you know? Yep. (laughs) And you're doing it, too. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So mm-hmm. around this, do you, what do your parents and friends think like about you going to Israel? Are they supportive? Yeah. Yes. So, um, I'm really lucky in that my parents are, are so wonderful and so supportive. Um, I think that my, um, my mom was a little bit hesitant, I think, sending me just with everything that's going on there, especially, um, and, but I think that it really, reassures her that our good family friends will be there Mm -hmm. to act Mm -hmm. as like sort of pseudo parents if anything happens to me. Um, And so, yeah, so that's, I'm really, really lucky. I think that they, that they're very supportive and are just like, go do it. This will be a great experience. Mm -hmm. Um, They're really excited to visit. So that'll be fun. Um, And then my friends, um, they're very supportive too. I, I'm, they think it's, um, think it's really cool I think while but I will say that while um while my friends and my family are very supportive which I'm really grateful for not everyone definitely is and um like a friend um my friend's mom recently she um when I was home over winter break we were talking about our plans and um and I said what I was doing and she just straight up was (laughs) asked me um Oh, why do you want to do that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I don't blame blame her or anyone else who has asked me similar questions because I think that um, I mean it's it I feel like th- that part of the world definitely has some a negative stigma um, mm-hmm. around it for a good reason I guess, but also yeah. for that's maybe on that people don't really make those comments without really knowing a whole lot, I guess. And so then I had to sort of explain to her and I tried to keep it short and sweet, I guess, but mm-hmm. why I why I wanted to do this and I have just been ignoring 
uh, frankly, I've just like have been ignoring people when they look at me like, oh, like <laughs> what? Why? Yeah. And you know, you're always going to get those questions and those comments yeah. and those looks and, True. and That's you know true. what? One day, you know what it's going to turn into? <laughs> it's going to turn into your life is so cool. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I'm stoked for that. <laughs> <laughs> your life is already so cool. <laughs> I'm super excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. Do you have any fears around it? Um, yeah, I, th- I definitely do. I, um, even though I have been fortunate enough to have traveled to, um, to some of these cool places before I, um, my personality is definitely one that, um, that sort of goes against the whole, um, go with the flow traveling, um, experiences that you need to, that you need to have, I think, meaning, um, like, let's say I'm meeting a friend for dinner at the end of the week. I'm that person that's like, okay, well, where are we going to meet? Or like, where am I, like what time, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and need to know everything ahead of time. And so I think that in a way that is maybe another reason why I'm so, why I gravitate so much towards all of this. Um, because I love learning from it because it's so different from how my brain seems to be Mm. wired. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's something I'm sort of apprehensive about, especially going to, going to Israel where I don't know the language. Um, And I'm doing a little anecdote, I guess I'm doing a language program before I start teaching over the summer there. So that'll be really good at the university of Tel Aviv. So I'm glad that I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that there's going to be so many experiences in not just moving there, but just like, you know, getting my groceries oh, and yeah. like, you know, dealing with what happens when my toilet, you know, doesn't flush and, yeah. and everything that um, yep. that I am a little nervous to see how those, how I handle those situations. Um, and I'm not worried, but I'm also just sort of apprehensive, I guess, you know, cause I, I don't know what's going to happen. Yep. And you can't know. I mean, that's, that's the adventure is right. Yeah. literally, I mean, the I adventure like- is walking out your front door and being somewhere else. And every step is different because you don't know who you're going to see or what they're going to say to you or yeah. who might be selling what on the street or where yeah. you should get your breakfast that morning or yep. You know, like every single thing, every little decision is an adventure and it it is exhausting and it's completely rewarding. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's a really good way of putting it. Um, And I also am sort of apprehensive about um, just maybe the the more emotional side of things in that um, I think it's at a really weird time in my life, too, in that um, I will have just graduated college so my life is sort of, and for so long, I've been going in such a linear direction, you know, like middle school, then high school, then I'm going to apply to college. Then I go to college, then I graduate, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so now at this point, I will have just finished something that I've been working towards, like ever since I was born, yeah. I guess. Or yeah, like, school, you know? right. Yeah, school, yeah. And so um, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm curious to see, to see how that'll play um, – on, on my emotions, I think in a wonderful way. I mean, like how, how I'll feel just sort of, or I anticipate that I'll feel sort of, um, free, but also 
how I don't know what direction to go um, and how I don't know what to do next. And that's something that I'm so not used to, yet at the same time, it's the very thrilling. It is. I love that. It's it's closing one door and opening another one and opening yourself to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's also, um, I've been thinking a lot lately too about how um, they're being at the age that I'm at. I think that I'm starting to realize that honestly, no one can do any of this except for me, meaning mm. that I'm the one in charge of of what I do and what on my future and how and what my what my future looks like and that no one else can honestly do that for me except for me. And that is terrifying but also very exciting and and I'm excited for to see what I what I come up with, I guess. <laughs> That's so brilliant. I mean, I, and I, I say it like that too. It's so true. If you want to go to Israel, do you think someone else is going to set that up for you? No, no. You're the one who has to go out and get it, you know? Yeah. So good for you for realizing that because that's true about everything. Every yeah. single thing, everything that you yeah. prioritize is because you prioritize it. It's because you yeah. want it where yeah, there is exactly. a will, there is a way and you are the yeah. one who has to find it. Yes. Love it. I love it too. <laughs> So what is it that you want to get out of it? Yeah, wow, that's a very loaded question. I know. <laughs> Have fun. Just I, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that hmm, I think that what I want to get out of it sort of relates to what we were just talking about in that um I really have have this travel bug, you know, um, and I have dipped my toes in or maybe my feet, I guess. Um, and there's so much more that I, that I want to see both of the world, but also of myself, I think like, and I'm really into, um, knowing myself better. And, and there's a really great quote actually, um, about that. I think you'll like, um, Mindy Kaling wrote about it in her first book, and it was when her mom was dying, I think. And she said, "Mom, what am I going to do without you? You're my best friend." And her mom said, "Mindy, you need to be your own best friend." Mm-hmm. And um, and I just love that quote because it's like you know, it's so true. Like you have to be your own best friend because you, in the end, like you're gonna always be there for yourself. And that's something that I'm really looking forward to exploring um, in Israel, but also on in hopefully travels after that, um, because that's something that I think is just so essential to to living a full life and mm-hmm. and experiencing life, you know, and like what's important to both me and in the rest of the world. So. It is so important. I'm so impressed by you. Thank you. I just want to put that out there because I love where you are already. And I, you're, I mean, it's, I cannot wait to see how this goes. I'm so excited that we're doing this in like kind of a two part way. Cause I can't wait to see actually, you know, what you do get out of it and where, where you do end up, which kind of leads to my final question really is where do you see yourself afterwards? Cause this is going to be a year, right? Yes. Yep. So I have the position. My contract is for, is for a year. Yep. And so where do you see yourself afterwards? What do you think now that you're going to do? This is like an impossible question. I realize yeah, this, but I do want to know what you're okay. thinking. 
Yeah, um, I have thought about it. Um, and while I've thought about it, I really have no idea. I have, um, I think that I want to, I don't think I'll be, I don't think I'm ready to, to go home yet. I think that, um, I'm really interested in maybe, um, going to school for social work um, eventually, but I have such a great role model for that in that when my mom, when we moved from Michigan where I was born to Minnesota when I was five, she was a French literature professor and at age, um, I think it was like her, her mid-40s, um, she went to law school. So she had like this major career change and that makes me makes me realize that even though I'm interested in, in social work, that it doesn't need to happen anytime soon, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I definitely want to keep want to keep traveling. And that's something that I, I know I need to figure out the details and that those will just will, that those will come. Um, but I definitely I don't think that I want to come home yet. And I think that that's something that I really, like you're saying before, um, I just need to take full advantage of that and mm-hmm. find opportunities for myself and and um, and grow from from all those experiences and connect with people like you and and everything. So that's I think the plan is that I don't want to come home yet. Um, maybe I'm if the education thing is still something that I'm interested in. Maybe um, a TEFL program or something like that, at least for the, for the next couple of years. Cause I think that would be an easy, an like relatively easy way to, to keep dipping my toes in before I really figure out, um, details. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's currently what I sort of have in mind. I love that you just said three times you just said, I don't want to come home yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Three times yeah. you said that. That's the thing I'm positive about. Yeah. Everything else is a maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the most important thing and and I and I I feel like you already get this, which is so cool at your age, you know, but just knowing to your core, you know, that what what the world does with their lives doesn't mean that that's what you have to do with yours. Right. Exactly. That's such a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, and that the opportunities will come. And then if you're listening and if you're interested, you will see them and you can say yes, according to what you want with your life, you know? Yes. So that's why I'm so excited to see where you go. I really, I can't wait for part two. (laughs) I know. Me too. It'll be so cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, um, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you want to add about this? Um, yeah, actually, there is. I think that just a short little bit. Um, I know that there, um, that society and schooling and everything puts so much pressure on on us as we graduate. And I guess I'm speaking to my peers right now um, to get a job and settle down and and start working. Um, and I think that that's wonderful. And I'm not saying that that you shouldn't do that, but I think that that'll always be there. Like how I might be interested in social work. Like there are always programs that I can do always master's programs. I can go back to, um, Mm -hmm. if I want to pursue that. And I'm, and I feel like we shouldn't, I feel like there, I'm not saying that, that you have to graduate and never come home. Um, even if it's like just traveling for a while, but I think it's just so important to go out and see the world and experience it. Um, 
Because like I said, I mean, I mean, those, those experience, those jobs at home and stuff, they'll be there. They aren't going anywhere. The rest of the world, while it's not going anywhere, hopefully it is (laughs) constantly changing. And there are so many absolutely amazing experiences that you just won't get from, you know, sitting in a classroom. So I definitely want to, want to support people in those decisions and, and, you know, urge them to, to go out and do what they want to do, you know, and make the Mm -hmm. impossible possible because it is possible. Totally. I love that you added that. And I think on that note, why, why wait to see how the world is going to change you? Right. Why wait to see how those cultures and those opportunities are going to, you know, make you a stronger person. Right. And, uh, you know, why wait? Because you can do that. You can do that now. Yeah, definitely. So. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really excited to, for, for part two. <laughs> I am too. I know. We have, a, we, have a, we have quite a ways to go before then. Quite, right. quite an adventure <laughs> on the horizon. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing with all of us. It's been super fun. And um, can't yeah, wait to follow you and see what happens. And can't wait to you. talk to you next time. <laughs> thanks, Jackie. All right. Thanks. Okay, there you have it. College grads, I stand with Maddie in posing a challenge to you to travel and see the world, whether that is through study abroad, which is an incredible opportunity, or taking a job, paid or volunteer, overseas, or simply taking time after graduating to get out and experience something new for a while. I know from personal experience how much it has changed my life, and I can only hope to encourage you to do the same. You can find the show notes for this episode at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 66. And remember, find me on Snapchat at Traveling Jackie and say hi. And stay tuned for the next episode. We're sitting down with a couple who has plans that I am pretty sure will blow your mind. So until then, thanks for tuning in. Happy travels. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.